Hey hunters, welcome to the Zach and Beats podcast. I'm Beats. And I'm Zach. And this is the third week in a row we've been able to keep the wheels on this runaway train. How about that? Uh, thanks for coming back to hear us on your hunt, or maybe just while you're chilling. And we've listened to your feedback, and we will keep a lot of the same format from last time, including voicing your suggestions and giving shout-outs to those we think have great ideas. And we'll dabble in some off-topic nonsense to give you something to meme about, probably. And, of course, we'll cover the latest news and talk about strategies of the week. So as we said before, we were going to talk a little bit along the lines of the Discord channel um, and just kind of follow along with a little bit of what's happening there because uh, we're, we're all familiar with that. So we want to start out with some tips for those beginners. Um, and I want to throw right out there that the first thing that comes to mind when I think about the last week was the fact that I changed my uphold email address and didn't tell anybody. I did not tell the developers or you know, any of the mods. Um, I actually completely forgot about the fact that they would actually need to know that information. So my beginner tip for you is to not change your uphold address without telling the support team. So I'm sure I'll get some flack for that. So I know a couple people already heard about it. Zach, why don't you uh, just just go ahead and, and give us a tip too. Not to make you feel worse about it, but I think for beginners, it might be relevant for them to know what the consequence is for not telling the development team you need your email address updated. Really, the only thing it matters for is the fact that you don't get your weekly deposit then. I sat there on Tuesday thinking, oh man, it's taking a long time. And being like, oh wait, they just said they got it. One of those really slow horror realizations where you're like, oh wait, I changed my email address. And then had a short conversation with Professor X who informed me how silly I was. So that's why you don't want to do that. You'll just spend your whole week driving around for nothing or, or hunting for nothing. Um, so yeah, th thanks for bringing that up. And uh, go ahead, Zach. <laughs> Hopefully you didn't spit on X. All right. So <laughs> you're going to do that this whole time, right? <laughs> Maybe. All right. Uh, my tip is to utilize double dipping keys if you can. I think everyone listening probably knows what we mean when we say double dicking. Double dicking. Double oh, dipping. That's saying. That's saying. <laughs> double dipping. Coin Hunt World jargon. But before I go into that short history lesson, Back in the day, key boosts and vault respawn timers were by the individual hunter and the individual vault. So if you grabbed a blue key at 8.02 a.m., it would respawn at 8.02 a.m. either the next day or 12 hours later at night, 8.02 p.m., depending on whether you had grabbed a vault or a key. forgot about that. Yeah. So having to keep the same schedule daily, it was difficult for people to be able to hunt twice a day. So the community pushed for a change and it happened. Basically, we got the set respawn timers. Anyways, back to double dipping. Double dipping keys isn't something I can normally do most of the time, just because the reset timers happen to be when I'm busy with family. In the morning, I'm getting ready for work, getting my girls ready at night. We're winding down, getting pajamas on, things like that. So I can't really utilize that time to double dip. But when I am able to, it's super convenient for me. I'm definitely not practicing what I preach here, but if I could, I would. So when I'm able to double dip, I do. It helps me feel like I have to hunt less. I accomplish the same in a less amount of time. Basically, Absolutely. I go on a path of 30 keys, grab them right before 7 o'clock, which is my reset timer. And then after 7, I would head back. You have to time it right, but I can double dip those keys. And that is just a great strategy. I, I love that strategy. And um, whenever I can, I do that as 
well. There is a section of town the opposite way of where I normally go that is very key heavy. Um, and I know just normally don't go that way because there's a little stretch of highway and it's just kind of like nothing happening. I utilize that double dipping strategy in the mornings because I can get out there on certain days and get all those keys. And then I literally wait at the last key after I got it until eight o'clock. And then if I time it right, it only takes a minute and I'm right back going the other way. That's a, that's a great strategy. And I definitely think you should utilize it. And obviously the, the time thing is a tough thing. So I know we got um, daylight savings coming up too. So that'll be uh, an interesting little flip we have. Yeah, it definitely will be. All right. I think you had a rant or something funny to talk about, right? <laughs> so yeah, I always want to include a little off topic stuff. For this section, I just try to use something that kind of comes up to me while I'm hunting. So it's sort of hunting related. And one thing I just noticed was a lot of people, like obviously all of us are utilizing parking lots. There are there are vaults and keys in parking lots. So those of you that can get there in the mornings or in the evenings or late at night, you're free and clear. It's a giant open field, you know, playground for you. But sometimes you are there when everyone is there. And the most annoying thing to me in the world is just people pulling out of spots, how slowly they do it. And especially the backing out of spots just seems to be in slow motion for me. So I'm somebody who always utilizes pull through spots. And if you don't know what that is, it's going all the way through the first spot to the second spot. And I will even like not park in other places. If you can't do that, I will pull into the first pull through spot. And that I would call that the closest spot that I can get to. So I just, I hate when people pull out like that. So um, and, and my wife will, will laugh at me all the time because I get so mad at people that are just, you know, going about their daily lives. And I'm like, I just want to get this key and then I'll be on my way. But, you know, people are doing their thing. That's my, my soapbox rant for this week. I'm not going to not gonna spin on anybody. I'm not going to threaten anybody. It's good. Violence or anything like that. But I know that you had a funny story, too, that maybe will uh, will be funnier than mine. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. So it's one of those stories that I think I told a couple people when it happened or after it happened, but it's been, definitely been a while. I don't even know what time it was. Sometime spring this year, I was at a stoplight and I had basically rolled down my window and I had a photo box and I took a picture of Olive Garden. It was next to me. You gotta get that blue key, right? At the time. Yeah, yeah, at the time. I, depending on when it was, it may have even been a green key. It's probably the blue key time period though, oh. yes. There was a woman driving by and I had no idea at the time, but she was turning right and I was at the stop light heading straight she was coming the opposite direction of me she pulled a yui just to pull up to me right up next to me and she motioned me to lower my window i was just kind of caught off guard I had, you know i had my daughter with me because i was on my way to drop her off at daycare when i rolled down my window she asked me why i took her picture and i told her i i didn't take your picture i i you know i'm playing a video game and i, I took a picture of Olive garden Awkward. and she said no no i watched you take my picture I, I just said, look, I, I can assure you, I didn't take your picture. Um, I, I don't know what else to say. And she didn't buy it clearly from her reaction, but she no. stared at me for a moment and then just drove off. Uh, it was super awkward. And I felt like, even though I was guilty of nothing, I felt dirty. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So. There's, a, there's so many of those moments in coin hunt world where you just accident, you just have to get too close to somebody or you just have to awkwardly get in somebody's not personal space but you're in somewhere where clearly you would normally walk around somebody or something like that and you just kind of walk towards them instead it's, it's pretty yeah. awkward it definitely can yeah. be it was strange and awkward enough to where i you know for the most part kept it to myself so yeah but <laughs> until now yeah yeah anyway 
Yeah. Speaking of awkward, where was I? Uh, we're going to talk about next. New cats, cats sold, right? Oh yeah, cat cats are cats are well, they were all the rage. Who knows anymore now? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know Manel and IT guy talked about this that they sold 10k the first day. I think I looked about two hours ago and the count was 86,797 left. So that's definitely slowed down. Yeah, it's still a lot though. I mean, that's nothing to I, scoff at. I, well, I was still in that camp of like, oh, will they sell out or will they not? And now I'm like, wow, they like. I, I thought it was going to go down to like I don't know, sixty thousand or something like that right away. Oh wow, there, there's a lot of people that did not buy a cat, or a lot of us. I know I bought a bunch, so I, I know Minel bought a bunch. I know a bunch of other people bought a bunch, so there must not be a lot of people who are interested in the cats, or maybe just bought one or two. But I don't know, uh, twenty six thousand green keys is a lot. That's so, true. That is true. How many did you buy? So my dream idea was to get 100 of the blueprints so that I would definitely get, if there was a one percenter, I would definitely get one. I quote unquote, definitely. I ended yeah. up getting 49. Doing things like having a couple of drinks and then opening up the auction house will do wonders for your, your key count. <laughs> so I, I did not get that far as far as I wanted to. So yeah, I got, I got 49 and I did not get psychologically bullied into buying the 50th. I, I'm happy with myself at this point. I'm also happy that I have not printed anything. So I don't have any of the tiers that anybody has for right now. And I don't think you have a, a cat QB equipped. And I don't know if no. you've been about cats lately. So have you bought cat blueprints? I did buy cat blueprints. I'm sitting at 110. Um, oh, wow. So I saw this coming for three weeks or whatever. And you, you know, like for my week strategy, whatever you want to call it, is to hit blues hard and save and utilize my green keys for other things in the game. I don't even particularly like that strategy. I would love to use them to get crypto, but it seems to help me obtain other goals. And this is a huge risk, I think, spending all of this because I'm looking at it as hopefully an investment. If I can double or triple the return on the blueprints, then that will help me in the future have enough keys to buy the epic ingredients for the legendary that's my hope anyways so it could obviously not pan out but i took that gamble and right now there aren't any scales and ribbons in the auction house i basically was able to not hurt myself on my epic ingredient progress no ribbons and no scales to buy anyways you know so your scales bumped up a tiny bit and i saw your your cocktails went up a tiny bit so that, that's always encouraging to see uh, at least a little bit of progress and we're hoping that well, of course, with the, the epic uh, resources coming back in some fashion that maybe Christmas will bring about those red ribbons again somehow. Yep, um, yep. Yeah, um, the cats, though, the, they were all printed right away. Um, I think within like 10, 15 minutes, they all got done. I don't think it was more than 20 minutes, 30 minutes before I saw cats and cat blueprints going into the auction house. And I know at least one or two people had the, the idea of selling three cubies, there were three, uh, three blueprints for 95 keys with the idea that many people would have yellow keys for buddy quests and not be near a yellow vault uh, or not care yeah. about buying things, other things in the auction house. And as uh, I think there was a screamy that said, take a haircut and, and just pay a little bit more, but used up the yellow keys instead. So that's a, uh, yeah. An interesting strategy. I think I see, I've seen a few of them uh, get bid on, so maybe that is working. 
I don't know if uh, you don't plan on selling any of yours, or or do you? I do, just not soon. Obviously, three for ninety-five or a hundred would be a little bit more than you paid for them. But I'm hoping, and I could be wrong because you know we've never had one hundred thousand blueprints drop. I don't know if it's going to pan out or not. But uh, yeah, I was trying to wait to see if two months from now or three months from now, if two blueprints will go for a yellow, you know, or something like that. But I didn't utilize this strategy from the buying side or the selling side. From the buying side, I would think if you had somebody else that also wanted to use the same strategy, then you guys could just uh, sell each other the same item and come out with eight green keys and buy four instead. So obviously you don't have to trust anybody if you're just bidding on three cat blueprints for a yellow key. So it's not a bad strategy to utilize that selling or buying really. And, and so there's a strategy of selling blueprints, but there's also the strategy of printing your blueprints and hoping you get one of those epics. Like I, I think there's there's the Missy that is going in the auction house. I don't know if anybody's been on it, but they're putting it up for like a red key or two. If those get get pulled out of your blueprints, though, those might be worth your whole stack. Kind of like you know getting the the old uh, rookie baseball card in your pack in the 80s or 90s. Right. Yeah, I feel like I saw in the chat somebody say that they had a friend who grabbed 10 blueprints and got two missies. I don't know if that is actually wow. true, but yeah, that's some pretty good RNG if that's the case. Well, yeah, the, uh, the blueprints, though, got a little bit of flack for being a little bit of the same. I know we even talked about having like a black cat as the epic and there wasn't even a black cat in there. Uh, and I know people were, were upset about like things like just other colors weren't being involved. So I don't know if, I don't think anything's going to be done about that, but who knows? Yeah, I thought you brought up the black cat. So I just assumed that you saw it hinted at in the Discord chat. I just put it together with Halloween and said, oh, there's got to be a black cat, but there wasn't. Oh, so yeah, I mean, that would be a good guess. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so the, the blueprints are there for now. I think that they go to the end of Halloween. Speaking of Halloween, I know that it was confirmed that there will be two epic blueprints during the Halloween event this year. Have you heard that? What do you think about that? I think it's really neat, cool. I'm wondering if it is possibly to increase the drop chance of the epic. I mean, just because obviously if you have two chances of an epic to drop, it's higher than one. So I don't know if that has any factor in it at all, but it's obviously cool either way because everything that comes out of a vault is free to us, you know? So it's nice. If it were in the shop, I would just say they're trying to pull keys from the game, but this is just basically given to us for playing the game. I think it's awesome. And I don't know that they can, they confirmed that both would be drops. I know they confirmed that they would neither would be in the shop so you're right about that they won't be key safe oh yeah yeah you're right it could be some other form of gameplay that we don't know about yet right like i think some people have surmised something like maybe one will be a drop but one will be some other thing which might tie into the mechanism to bring back the epic resources like the, well, i guess it's the blood or whatever which people keep saying is grinding up the cats into cat blood uh, which oh, i don't think is, is hilarious but i don't think it's going to happen that's weird yeah I, I i think it's weird but hilarious speaking of weird i i mentioned that i thought that the two epic blueprints would have something to do with each other so i thought of something like like guy girl ox murderers i thought like a lizzie borden and like uh, jack torrance the guy from the shining and cuckoo Puss was like oh yeah that's really good for a family friendly game um <laughs> so, so i got shot down immediately by the man himself um so yeah when i see people say like oh let's grind up cats for blood i'm like i don't think they're gonna let you do that this is a little bit speculation but since we're talking 
about cats again what do you think cuckoo puffs means when he says we're not done with cats that there will be more tears to come we've had a lot of complaints like you said just a second ago that you know they all kind of have the same hue like a, of color so they look the same what do you think he's hinting at i don't know i don't think it would be just something like more cats coming to the shop at, and in that i think it was in the voice chat that illusion weaver said something like there will not be any more cats coming. And Cuckoo Puffs was like, oh, well, maybe. <laughs> and then, like, they kind of, like, went right back and forth to each other, like, contradicted. So I don't know what the, the answer to that is. If there's something related to other cats. Like, I know I go right to things like tigers and lions. And I know they mentioned, like, oh, we'll, we'll go through all the other animals first before we come back to cats, that kind of thing. Yeah, super interesting. I don't maybe the epics are cats. I don't know. Yeah, what's the the deal with more cats? I have no idea. Yeah, I wanted to go super crazy and speculate that maybe within the hundred thousand there are actually more cats than nine, but I I think that's Ooh. too far fetched. But it would be pretty cool and unexpected though. Yeah, I think I think Illusion Weaver would have would have like hinted, hinted. at that somehow, some yeah. way. I think you're right. That <laughs> but it, it is interesting, though. I love how that it was kind of just like little nuggets of, hey, maybe this, maybe that. And some people jump on it and some people just go like, oh, well, we'll see. And then sometimes it's right and sometimes it's not. So, right, so there have been some updates in the game, right, that have been pretty superficial, but we've asked for them for a long time. And I think it's one of the most requested things to know where your mail is coming from. It is great. That is one of the things that I did not know I needed. I don't know if you've gotten anything like that already. It's amazing, I think. Uh, just today, actually, I got a photo box referral. So I got two mystery boxes and- Nice. Yeah, and they were labeled, and they told me exactly where they came from. It was awesome. I mean, I, obviously, the new skin for the mystery box is a no-brainer, so even without the label, I would have been able to tell that it was from a referral, but now we even know exactly what step in the referral process it came from. The only additional benefit I could see, maybe not even a benefit, but if we knew what referral it was, that would also be kind yes. of cool. But yeah. hey, what we have is so much better than what it was you know a couple days ago so i think it's yep. one of the best changes that we've had in a while totally agree it's a huge improvement i think they the, the just the, the little words are so clean even above the box it's just a nice little like oh yeah that's what that is yeah. even though you know like when it's one blue key you know like somebody's fault but it's still nice to, to see that it's good uh, the other update though was that everybody's keys got switched around um i don't know if you saw for a minute there that like purples went first but all of a sudden everybody started asking about like what are these white or gray keys people kept talking about i'm assuming you've been in the discord enough to at least hear what the the white keys are for right yeah i saw that they're for el salvador and that they are going to be a penny put in a little extra step in here that i thought was, was pretty cool I, I didn't think about yeah so obviously like every single podcast from it guys to ours i always bring up we're getting rewarded for steps like make me want to walk so i just thought like that might be a transition or might open the door to getting keys for steps or some variant of that or you know even this isn't something i planned on saying but even like brave rewards like they might have a different tier box for airdrops that are from Brave, you know? Yeah, the bat, yeah. I, I think that's a great idea. I didn't even think about the white keys having anything to do with, with steps, but that would be great as as a, uh, a motivator because obviously they wouldn't want you to you know, walk 10 steps and get a blue key. 
but it would be cool right. to walk, you know, 100 steps and get a wipe and kind of yeah. see like, hey, I'm building up as I go. That's a good idea. That's a, and I think yeah. you should put that in suggestions. That's a great suggestion. Yeah, heck, even even if like it was like one white key per mile, if you just didn't pay attention to it for a couple of months and then came back and like, wow, look, look, I can forge. 15 blue keys and I didn't have them before, you know, so could also be using other things like staking and things like that. So just gives them way more ability to find cool things to do with keys, you know. Yeah. I love the idea of, I mean, obviously making it more of an exercise game. And there's been many people who have said things like they lost weight and whatever. And I, I know we've made we've made it known that like we're not all doing that. Some of us are actually spending less time on our feet uh, right. because of this. So I love the idea of making it more so physically active and, and getting you up off your off your butt to do stuff. Uh, exactly. That's a great, that's yeah. I, I might log that suggestion, but speaking of suggestions, do you want to jump into them? Oh, yeah. Well, we have to because they were probably the most talked about part of our last podcast. I think yeah. people love having the, the suggestions read out. Uh, maybe they just they liked hearing our, our ideas on them, <laughs> but probably just liked hearing that we were shouting them out and saying like, hey, what's up? Yeah. You like your suggestion. Uh, so let's let's get into it. There's a whole bunch of them. We're probably not going to hit all of them, obviously, but there were some that caught our eye and it looks like you've listed mine in here too. So let's get to it. We, first of all, we've got Datboy8701 and his suggestion was, we need another way to cash out by simply by simply to any address. It's not fair to force people to use Uphold just to be able to play the game. I don't like the word forcing people, but... Uh, I, I'm sure you've got an idea on this, Zach. What do you think? Well, first, like you're maybe either got to pay for some external service to do this for them, or they've got to stand up their own nodes. So it's not as easy as just, why don't you do this? Snap a finger. Like, and then second of all, you have to keep in mind that like everything they do probably has some legal ramification to it behind the scenes, you know? So I'm definitely not opposed to another way to cash out, but I think that if that boy would have searched the chat history, he, he would have found that this has probably been talked about, you know, 50 times. So I think it's it's a good idea, but they obviously are aware that people want other ways to cash out. And they've also said that they're working on that because I think one of the countries, either the UK or El Salvador, I think it was the UK, that doesn't have the option to use Uphold. So. Right. Yeah, even uh, New York, I know, doesn't. There might be other states too, but I know New York, you can't use Uphold either or even crypto as far as I know. So yeah, that boy, you're just going to have to keep it in the game for right now if you don't want to use Uphold and then wait until they, they give an announcement that, you know, something else, coin, Coinbase, Binance, Bitrex, whatever, starts starts uh, letting you do it too. Thanks for that, that boy. The next one is Aladdin Bro, and I'm pretty sure this is uh, still Alriad from before, who was uh, the cat crazy Philadelphian that, that I know. He had said to emphasize joining the community Discord and have some sort of pop-up saying, add your Discord to the headquarters under the, the chat tab. I, I totally agree with something that says, hey, kind of knocks you on the head in the game that says, join the Discord, dummy. <laughs> so I, I, I don't see anything wrong with that. I, I, why wouldn't it be a little mailbox that says, do this? I'm sure you agree, Zach. Yeah, I do agree. Uh, I don't know where they would want to put a pop-up or how they would want to introduce it, but some way to emphasize the community Discord, I do agree with, especially since for now they've chosen that as their primary way to communicate with the player's base. I like the idea. Yeah, I know people always talk about like having chat in the game, and obviously that that's a whole other project basically unto itself. So what, why spend all your time doing that if they, if they don't have to? Right. So yeah, use the Discord, people. It'll be cool. Will we'll be nice to you. Uh, Minty Truffle has double here. Two of them here. The Minty says, 
The in-game clock should display in UTC time instead of local time. I like that idea. I think getting you into more of the mode of what the game is about, which is basically using UTC, and the more that people are being, hunters are being spread out across the world, the more UTC will make sense. I would like to see it probably more as an uh, as an option, which she may have said that, but I like the idea. Awesome. Yeah, I, I think they should do it. That, that can't be a very hard change. Minty Truffle had another one. This is suggestion 525. This, destroying a user vault should cost an equal amount to the rewards for completing a user vault uh, to dissuade leaderboard point farming. I'm guessing that this means destroying your user vault would take away leaderboard points, if I'm guessing that correctly. I thank Minty Truffle for, I guess, coming to my rescue for things that I hate, hate that people do or might be doing in the game to destroy... Um, user vaults for points. <laughs> Thanks for that. We got to get more sound effects in here. Sure, that's one good one. I know uh, Kieran had a great suggestion too that involves something about getting the points for both building and then placing somehow the user vault so that even if you, it would be like more of a move function if you wanted to move your user vault rather than like a destroy and rebuild function. So Zach, you can just tell us if you've ever destroyed a user vault for leaderboard points right now. I haven't. I've only moved them right now to put them, in, put them in a different position to get more keys. Anyway, I, I don't think that separating the building and placement is a bad idea, but I would rather just keep it simple. You know, have a 16 day refresh timer on placing a vault or something like that. So you only could do it once a month. I'd rather see something simple, but like I, I'm open to anything because I mean, I don't actually, I'm not going to spit on anybody. I don't really care if they do that or not, but I'm just, I'm open to whatever because their gameplay is what I want. And I know it was mentioned too that some people said like, oh, this is, you know, people are trying to solve a problem that doesn't exist. I never said it existed. I think I had mentioned like people running out of space to put their resonant cranes and you had said, well, hey, well, come on, well, people destroy the user vault so yeah i said let's be honest because i i'm not <laughs> going to call anybody out but i know specific people who have done that and have told me that they do that people do utilize that strategy you, a lot of a lot of these well, yellow cranes got filled up very quickly in some areas that are more populated than others you know so well let, let's move on from that topic i'm getting heated uh let's go to oh wait so wait this person even i saw mentioned about how their name was pronounced and did you catch how it's supposed to be pronounced because i know it's not one way i remember him telling me because i specifically asked him and i don't remember how to say it. i just remember it's not you pot or you pot. <laughs> we were both no, wrong that's no, all i remember it's not you pot so uh <laughs> user not you pot said he wants the option to turn off the twitter boxes just like buddy quest I think we've all said loud and clear that we don't want those Twitter boxes kind of taking up that time. Well, okay, so just like Buddy Quest, like turning it on and off, my suggestion would be just to have it up in the corner, kind of almost like the back button when you're getting a key. It's just there. You don't have to hit it, but it's there. And yeah. if it was a Twitter box there when you hit a vault, then boom, you can hit it if it's a nice spot and you don't have to. But okay, like that sure. Idea. So that's another one for Buddy Quest. You like, which idea do you like, Zach? I like what you said, just to have it available for every vault. But I think the reason why maybe they wouldn't want to take it away is because it's been mentioned that any picture, even if it's a bad picture, still increases the engagement. But I don't think that taking it away would be helpful for their engagement. So I don't know if they're going to do that or not. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, the next suggestion is from, Va oh, actually two in a row, from Vagabond. The one is have vaults gray out or go ghost slash transparent instead of disappear. I think that was mentioned, I think, even by Smoosh, who had said, like, when he was, I, he had a great point about if he was trying to show somebody the game, 
but he was already like mid hunt. He wouldn't have anything to show because there's no no vault showing up. He could show like, hey, there there's a whole bunch of stuff behind me that I just hit. That kind of thing. I think that, yeah. that's a good idea. It keeps the the map looking full when you're when you're hunting. And, you know, it's not uh, it's not just a, a blank space with with key forges when you're done. Do you have an idea on that, Zach? What do you think? I think it's a great idea. I think it's one of those things that they may have not thought of that, or they just don't you know have the capacity to focus on it right now. But I see zero reason why. They would not want to do that. It also reminds me of a, another recent change that I noticed in the game that I really like. When you go under or whatever you want to call it, under or over objects with your QB, it's not completely transparent or hidden. You can kind of see both the object and your QB at the same time, kind of like a checkered gradient, if you will. So I'm not sure if you noticed that too or not. I did notice that they're, they're both kind of full images right on top of each other, which is cool. I just don't like sometimes you end up right on top of something and like, you're on top of the vault, so you can't hit it because you're hitting your QB, or you're on top of the key and you can't hit it because you're hitting your QB. But <laughs> that's a very, you know, temporary thing that you know you, you solve immediately. But uh, we we kind of got lost there on Vagabond. Vagabond, we're coming back to you for the second one. The second suggestion you had, which was you'd like to leave messages at other user vaults, similar to geocache messages, but digital. So maybe being able to limit the number of messages and have them only be temporary, like three months. Um, what, what do you think about that, Zach? I don't necessarily like the idea. Uh, I don't hate it, but like, what do you want to say to somebody? Like, I don't know who you are. Contact me. I'm like, what are you going to say? <laughs> hey, I was here. I don't know. Are you going to troll somebody? I, I just don't really see the point. Uh, I have a buddy quest with you. Answer me. The only thing I could see it being useful for is if, like, I have this, the, I, I know I mentioned before, there's two people around me who are not on Discord at all. And they have user vaults kind of randomly all over the place. And I would love to leave them a message and say, hey, get on the Discord. I know you have seen my name. If you have ever clicked the leaderboards, you can contact me and I can help you play this game. I'd love to be able to leave those two people a message. But yeah, otherwise, other than that, I don't see a, a reason to do it, like like you said. But I bet if you started seeing user vaults around you that you didn't, you couldn't contact, you, you might want this, this suggestion to happen. Suggestion reminds me a little bit of not the same thing but a little bit of Manel's suggestion to to be able to see other qbs on the map and stuff that came up a long yep. time ago and they decided not to implement it because of security reasons you know i don't know if they talked no, to a legal team or what i do think that would be a really cool idea too but i thought they already said that they weren't going to do it yeah i totally heard that it was about privacy things and you know people doing things like oh i have the scene and be seen option on and then i walk to my house and i literally walk in my house um, yeah. And then, like, oh, well, you know, we'll have a little a little bubble around your HQ where it disappears. And then it turns into, well, people triangulate where your house is based on where you disappear. And it turns into this whole yeah. thing. So I don't know. I don't know if that's a, a, a good way to go down just so you can see other people's QBs. I don't know. I don't know what the, the use for that is. But, hey, sometimes people just they want certain things in the game. And, and uh, who are we to say they shouldn't have it? Yeah, no, it would be cool for sure. I actually messed up. Uh, Vagabond has a third one that said increase the font size of answers. Vagabond with a triple threat here um, saying that he would love to see something like, oh, so he's even pointing out a certain question here where like Steve Jobs died in, wait, Steve Jobs' death? He didn't definitely not die in 1978. <laughs> he might have typed that wrong or one of us typed it wrong. But anyway, so that like something like an eight looks like a six. 
because of the the font size. I uh, yeah, I, I definitely see where like when you're tired or just older people or people with bad or worse eyesight just might have a tougher time with it. I could see him being a little older, or a little uh, a little bigger. I know that they older. just did the, the the sizes back up to at least the the answer bars. They made them back to where they were. Did you notice that? I didn't. <laughs> do, do you feel like you can read the answers at all times? I do, uh, but I see what he's saying. I don't think the font should be bigger. Like, that's not for me to say. Like, I think if somebody wants the font bigger, that they should have the option. But he has a good point, though. iPod and iPad A and O are really hard to oh, distinguish. Okay, okay. And if you're just clicking the answer and you know the answer, it's easy to look at it in iPod, iPad to to get it wrong. But I will say they're both Apple products. You know, there's another one, another question that's about Homo sapiens. One of the answers is, you know, Homo snapiens. I mean, like that, that one is like, is really not friendly to people who are dyslexic, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> but at least on the iPad and iPod one, they can look at it and be like, Hey, those are both Apple products. You know, I, yeah. I, took, I know there was a lot of talk, especially when the, the timer came out about like, all right, people who can't, you know, process that fast and dyslexic who, who need a little bit more time to process. I immediately thought of like, what about blind people? Like, they can't play this game at all. So where does the where does the disability kind of treadmill end? And obviously, there there has to be a lot of things that that are accessible for the game to get as many people as, as possible playing. But I just thought it was funny to kind of say like, well, oh well, the 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 processing time to to answer questions when obviously nobody could do it that fast. Like I know I said I could get a couple of perfects here and there, but it was like the game wasn't fun then. Um, so yeah. I'm glad that they changed it a little bit, and maybe they will change the font size a little bit at some point. Um, especially if you start seeing like older people play it, that might be really helpful. I think I'm probably one of the oldest people playing, so <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's not true. But I am probably on the older side, yeah. I would bet uh, we're not the oldest, but I know a few people have said have kind of thrown out their age that they're a little older. But yeah, I know we're up there. You had a oh. couple suggestions here too. I think one of them was already addressed with the last update. I don't know when you wrote this, but you had mentioned that the mystery boxes were regular blue boxes in the referral rewards. Now we talked earlier about how they're labeled, and now they have the mystery box skin. That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, so uh, thank you, uh, developers, for hearing my call and, and fixing that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's for some reason, I think they already had it in the pipeline. No, I, I think they, they really have a pipeline into the, the Beats mind and what they re what they really wanted to, to have me um, feel good about. So thanks for that. There you, there you go. <laughs> you had another one, too, another suggestion about... I've been really suggesting lately, I guess. Allowing people to join the voice chat if they reach a certain level? So I thought that the the hype for the cats, as soon as the voice channel popped up, like, I don't know if you were there, but there, there has been almost, almost the whole entire Discord went into the voice channel. So I, I just, I can't imagine why you wouldn't want that kind of community engagement. And I, Levy immediately jumped on it and said like, hey, people were being weird in there. We can't moderate it all the time. Um, so I totally get that. And I was just thinking, like, what if you just kind of let the veteran people or even higher than veteran have their own voice channel where, you know, you really had to kind of prove yourself to get into that channel. And then it could almost be self-moderated or as more countries are added on, you know, more people would have uh, more time, more moderators would have more time to be able to cover the different time zones and shifts. But I, I, the hype around a voice channel is undeniable. I don't know if you were in there, but like people love being able to interact with each other that way. I joined very briefly. It was hard for me to 
actually join and be able to engage with anybody. I think I joined and didn't realize that my mic was on at the time and my kids were screaming and there were dishes clanking. And so I immediately just left after I realized that uh, I was probably interrupting chat. And But I don't think it's a bad idea, but I, I, I kind of agree with Leppy. Like, I just don't think that they're going to have enough people available to moderate it. But I will say it could be something that they do for big events. When Halloween's launched, they could do the same thing. I could see that being correlated with events. That way they could have a mod that's scheduled to be there. It had a very Hunter's Lodge feel. And it, I think that that really empowers the community to feel like we're all in this and you know everybody can kind of just sh shout out. Like even like there was people that were, that you know obviously we've never heard their voices before who kind of said like, hey, what's up? I know there was Magnus and and uh, Lion Locks, who kind of piped up in there. So it was awesome to just hear new people and hear what they had to say. It was, it was a good time. I, I yeah, think they could probably do it. Like, even when you say, like, putting it in, in events, what if it was just, you know, like a, a Friday night hangout or, you know, Saturday night thing that just kind of happened? But I, I know that that'll get weird with, like, time zones and stuff like that. So who knows? But, yeah, there you go. There's my suggestions for the week. Minel had a suggestion, too. So shout out me now. He's probably the, the hype man of the week, I would say. He's probably the most most uh, loved man of, of Coin Hunt World for the week. He had said, do a weekly lottery where you basically put in a green key and you can buy as many tickets as you want for, for a key. And then whoever wins, I guess, wins keys or something I'm assuming wins keys. And the house could take 10% of those winnings. So introducing gambling to the game. Zach, how do you feel about that? I think it's a great idea, Manel. I think they should do it hands down, no questions asked, especially if uh, Apple's going to sit on their hands and not approve the app. Like, <laughs> what I'm thinking is, is probably another thing Apple's not going to like. I think it's a great idea. It's another key sync. Rainstorm had very similar suggestion. I think he mentioned a slot machine. It was a very detailed suggestion, but it's along the same lines, basically. But I think it's a great idea. And I think we kind of mentioned on our last podcast that there are some people complaining about the red key rewards and that people who make the top three are consistently able to do it again because they can buy blueprints or, or resin and then use that to push themselves up the leaderboard. Well, I think that a lottery would give some random small guy a chance to do the same thing, you know? Uh, that's, that's a, a good way of, of putting it. I will, I will disagree and say that I don't like the idea of introducing straight up gambling to the game. I, I like that it's a little more skill-based and a little more like adventure. Like you have to go get stuff. You have to leave your house and go do things and you have to like know things and answer questions. As soon as you introduce more of like the gambling aspect, I, I, to me, it cheapens it. I start to feel like one of those old Asian smoking guys in the casino at 4 a.m. It's just like nonstop playing whatever it is, Baccarat or whatever. Um, I, I, I immediately feel like, uh, you know, it's kind of like, I feel like I'm in a gas station, you know, putting in tokens to, to win, I don't know, 10 cents off gas or something or whatever that is. Um, I'm in Pennsylvania, so we don't really have gambling around here. I don't know. I don't, I'm not a big fan of all that stuff, but hey, if it happens, I will definitely buy a ticket for a green key. So don't you worry. All right, so cool. Wow, we're coming up on time already. So let's burn through some of these. Ses Brabies Ses Brabies um, had said basically having um, user keys instead of user vaults, being able to place your own keys. And I know that introducing keys to the game is something that is kind of uh, almost sacrilegious. 
to the game uh, just because they already put in key booths and, you know, do all the stuff that they do with, with contests and whatnot. I don't see user keys being able to be placed, even if you could build them with resin. I don't know if you have any uh, uh, different idea on that, Zach. I suggested a long time ago that it would be cool if we could interchange our user vaults to either be a key or a user vault. Ah, uh, okay. A key or a vault. That's a good That's a good uh, choice to make. Yeah, I mean, Illusion Weaver shot it down. It was when the game was smaller, <laughs> you know, earlier this year, and you could just throw out suggestions. He did say that they were coming up with other ideas, and we've had a lot of keys added to the game, and right. I don't know if that's already been addressed or, you know, what's in the pipeline, but I kind of agree that they're probably not going to move very quickly on that especially because they're expanding the game paying out more crypto and throwing out more keys allowing the entire player base to just have five keys to place anywhere right so can you imagine like an la or a vancouver where everybody could put their keys down instead like that would be insane that right people would people fun. would stack them like 500 keys in the city all bunched together Right, right. It would be yeah. insane. Uh, speaking of key booths, uh, FireCloud wants to have a, an increased radius. He said ten percent to grab the to grab key booths. I, I'm I'm guessing that they mean kind of just radius in general to grab things, and maybe not just key booths. I know that's been mentioned a bunch, and uh, I'm pretty sure that they've said like they're happy with where the distance is for right now, and I don't, yeah. I don't see it. Yeah, they did say that, and I, I suggested it a long time ago before we knew the legendary was going to have a passive that that could be a passive for uh, one of the QBs, you know. But I, yeah, it just doesn't sound like they're going to do it. Yeah, I don't see that. it's been suggested by many, 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 many people, and it'll be suggested many more times, I'm sure, as new new players right. come. Um, a and W Rootbeer is playing this game. A and W, what's up? This person asked if we could allow the hunter to use a flashlight when taking a picture during a photo quest. Uh, because vaults and keys in dimly lit and dark areas are difficult to take a clear and well-lit picture of. I know that people are obviously hunting at night, times when there's just simply no other light, and, and you might not be in a, a well-lit city. So, sure, I don't really follow up on the, the tech aspects of the game as in terms of, like, even using the flashlight when taking a picture. I don't really even worry about that. If it's dark, I just don't take a picture, honestly. I tend to do the same thing. If it's dark, I don't take a picture. But I think I do understand what he's asking about. I mean, I am one of the 10,000 people on iOS. When I take a picture and it's dark and I have my flashlight on, it immediately turns the flashlight off and there's no flash when the picture's taken. Okay. So that if it's dark, it's just a black picture. It's okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. I mean, the same thing happens on Android. It's never really even tried it. I, I have taken some pictures of just like, lights in the distance and they come out terribly so uh d chromancer has one suggestion i like and one suggestion i don't like so maybe you can tell me which one's which uh he has said that or he or she has said a search bar in the leaderboards so you can find where your friends are more easily like scrolling through instead of scrolling through to find where friends are you can just type in a name and be able to find that person and the second suggestion is to show how many leaderboard points each player has on the leaderboard to be able to, to see, like, how, what do you have to do to catch that person? Do you like either of these suggestions, Zach? I think you don't like the leaderboard points being displayed. <laughs> you know me well. <laughs> I think that's any, – any top player is going to say, I don't want you to know – even though I don't know how many points anybody else has, I don't want you to know how many points I have, because even I don't know the answer. It's, it's fun. It's more fun the other way. I will say, I think it uh, gives a little bit of mystery to the leaderboards. If I had to guess, I would say that they probably manipulate the leaderboards occasionally 
for instance, I think it was mentioned, you know, on another podcast that earlier January or February time period, like you could just print QBs and you would get the experience for them over and over and over and over, not just the first print. I, I am fairly certain that if we had printed off 48 snowmen, that we would have been number one for a long time. Beats wouldn't be able to catch us. Sure. So I'm pretty sure they probably did some um, leaderboard manipulation to even that piece out, you know, after they turn it off or whatever. W what would be horrible is for them to be like, what happened to my leaderboard points? They're getting support tickets going, my leaderboard points went from 12,000 to 8,000, you know, and they had, yeah. they had four, 40 tickets. Like I, it would just be a nightmare trying to make people happy or tell yeah, people what's up, you know. Those, those specifics. Um, or what kills you. And I know that, that applies to the, the RNG, the drop rate too, that people want to know, like they want to figure out the exact specifics. And I know that they just don't want to say what the exacts are because, you know, you want to be able to tweak things or, you know, if you change something, you don't want somebody complaining about it. Right. Uh, I, yeah. I love the idea of having a search bar on the leaderboards because sometimes you do want to see where somebody else is and you don't necessarily want to ask them where they're at. You might just want to <laughs> see where they're at. That's a good one. I like that. I like I like just adding more leaderboard stuff. All that the, yeah. that's more just kind of stat stuff that I think a lot of us like. Yep, yep. Being able to search for somebody uh, again. I think that goes back to last week where we talked about the potential of player profile pages where their current leader or either even didn't have. It's not like it would have to refresh <laughs> every hour or every time you clicked on it. It could be like a a daily refresh, but it would show their current status on their free board, all time board, you know, some other stats and whatever. Remember their buddy rating. And I think oh, right. being able to search for a player on the leaderboard section and then getting to their profile page that had all that information would be really cool. But also a search bar on the individual leaderboards would also be cool. It's a great idea. I like them all. Yeah. Any, anything that adds stats to the game is going to be helpful. I, I know they're, they're heading that direction. Uh, yeah. And the final suggestion that we had uh, listed here is from Levinsums. I think it's a no-brainer. When you have your cat QB equipped, it's to change the message from perfect to perfect when getting the perfect answer. Uh, I don't see why they wouldn't do that. That's a great little Easter egg for somebody to get, especially like a newbie player or somebody who doesn't really care about a lot of these different aspects that we're talking about. They might just like that little thing, but who knows? That might be a pain in the butt to change just for, for cats. But yeah, I'll, go on, Levin Sons. I, I like that idea. That's funny. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> we got to disagree sometimes. It's fine. And one little blurb, too, is that next year you should be able to move uh, your QBs around in your menu. I know I had brought it up about, like, hey, if I get all nine QBs, I want them all to be on one page. Um, and I think somebody else must have brought it up, too, because I, I saw in there some of the thing about Illusion Weaver saying, yes, next year you'll be able to move your QBs around which I hope is something like moving your apps around on your phone, just kind of like hold your finger down and then slide them around. Um, so that'll be a fun little extra thing to do. People get yeah, more and that more seems like it'll be neat. How many QBs do you have, Zach? You, I guess you don't have a lot because you end up selling them all, right? I think last time you asked me that was, I don't know if it was the first or second episode, but I had five. But I think <laughs> I have more than five now, Beats. I, <laughs> let, me ch let me check for you. You got a couple of cats. Yeah, no, I haven't printed any cats, but I am seven, so a hey, couple nice. up from where I was. Yeah, You're moving up in the world, nice. I haven't, I haven't moved up at all. <laughs> all right, uh, we're coming to the end here. We just want to wrap up with a couple extra things that were, were important. I know things that aren't always mentioned are the things like the weekly Twitter contest, which I, I kind of love. It's a great replacement for what the, the Twitter boxes were. 
Um, so it's a great thing that we have better, I think, better pictures all the time. And of course, we have professional photographer Zero Eye, who is winning constantly. Um, and good on him because he's he's putting out great images. Um, so for the yeah. shoes picture, he put out the 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 it the, the Pennywise clown coming out of a sewer grate. I thought that was fantastic. That was that was very creative of him. Yeah, it was very creative, like you said. I think I didn't even focus on his shoes. All I could see was it. <laughs> so you would have been like, hey, I'll give you a like just for the the picture on the street, right? Yeah, zero. I share the love, please. You know. <laughs> I think he's I gonna, like, we're going to talk about him every week because he wins every week. Well, it seems like it was around. So zero, I we got to get a pick of you at some point then, so because you're getting you're getting a little bit too famous for us. So so let's let's see let's see it here. Next week is well, actually, I guess starting now is trains. Uh, everything trains. Um, I don't have any user vaults or to have any user vaults anywhere near a train or train tracks. I don't have any answers for this one, so I'm going to probably bow out. I don't know if you have any user vaults on train, near trains at all. I have some regular vaults near trains, or I could drive a photo box like 10 miles south and get one. <laughs> <laughs> 10 miles. There is that option always to just be like, how close could I get to this? But no, I, I actually thought of that too, and I was like, it would be way too far to go for one. Yeah, for one. it'd be way too far to drive, and then zero I win. And then zero I win anyway, right? <laughs> oh yeah, so beats spitting on zero I. No, 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 not at all. He's cool. He's cool. I was even trying to figure out how to get to Miami at some point, so maybe that'll happen. But the the Bitcoin conference, right? It always happens in Miami. Yeah. Um, and also uh, the Buddy Quest check-in. I had an awesome Buddy Quest with uh, Cool Hand RK this week. Um, he let me know that he would have to do it the, the next day from when we first got it. And bam, like clockwork, we nailed it. So shout out to Cool Hand RK. Zach, did you have a, a Buddy Quest this week? I did. We finished it today. Actually, I had, you know, I follow my sword here. I had a Buddy Quest somebody and couldn't get him to respond. Uh, oh, even no. though they were on Discord, so I oh, deleted no. it. But I had another one spawn soon enough to where I was able to get it done this week. And I don't know the person's name uh, or how to say it, rather. Rad TKE40. I didn't have any issues. Uh, he, he did message me today, so we got done in like less than 10 minutes. So it was good. Awesome. Yeah, I know uh, Rad TKE40. I've had a buddy crush with him too, and we got to talking one time. So right on. Good to see you still playing and still uh, hitting it with the big dogs. Good on you. That is probably going to do it for us this week. Obviously, there, there's a lot more still to come this month. We are just about, well, we're over halfway through October, so the competition is heating up. And, of course, we've got the Halloween event to come, so we'll have a lot more to talk about next week. But we want to thank Save you guys keys. for spending. Save your keys. That's right. Absolutely. Do not collect crypto from the game. Just worry about the cosmetic stuff. That's our motto. <laughs> we are not in it for the crypto. Uh, although I did hit a green ball earlier just because I just had to. But awesome. Uh, so we want to thank you guys for spending your valuable time, your valuable hunting time listening to us. Uh, hopefully you had some good times. We know that there are more and more Planet World content creators every day. And it's actually an honor for us to hear from listeners who say that they listen to and like their content. So thank you guys for that. We'd love to hear from you on the Discord. And uh, Zach, we'll hear from you next week, too. All right. Later, Beats. Later on.